Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S, wealthysistersmedia.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love providing you, the super fantastic audience, with inspiration, encouragement, and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and life and have that positive impact right now. And also, we must. Secondly, I tell you, provide a platform to promote these positive sisters that are doing big things and say thank you to them as well. And you know what? I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is another awesome Monday, January 13th, a fantastic month it is. A lot of great things happening in January. 2014, can you believe it? We are here in this year. This is our second show of the year. And, you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you so much for spreading the word. Well, you know, today we have a hot topic. I tell you, Twitter has been lighting up on this subject this morning and yesterday, Facebook, and I've been getting text messages about this subject of credit. And we're going to be talking about the differences between business and personal credit and how to bounce back from challenge credit. I would say jacked up, but I know the politically correct term to use is challenge credit. So we're going to be talking about that today. And we have none other than Ms. Chris Bridges. She's with Credit with Chris. She's an author. She's been on all types of uh, talk programs from Fox News, you name it. She is just an extraordinary woman. She has experience in this field. She's certified as a trainer as well, and she's helped so many people be able to deliver or and to rebuild and to restructure and to move forward to their steps of financial freedom. So we are thrilled to have Ms. Chris Bridges on the show with us today. So you know what you have to do right now. You need to go and call everybody, text them, Facebook them, tweet them, and tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278 so that they can tune in live right now. Or if you are at work or can't get to the break right now, and you can always listen to this show and all of our other shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's right, Wealthy Sisters Radio. You can download it there, and we're even on iTunes. You can follow us there for free. You go ahead and subscribe to it right now. That way you can automatically get our shows on a weekly basis. That's Wealthy Sisters on iTunes, Wealthy Sisters on Facebook, and Twitter. Find us there. Well, we're going to take a short break and come back and get into this hot topic today. I'm so excited to have our very special guest, Ms. Chris Bridges, on the line today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. 
Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Does your home or office decor need a resurrection? Is there a special room of yours that says blah, blah, blah and is lacking inspiration? Then you need creative ways and solutions. We help you create feel-good spaces that are functional and beautiful at the same time. We are here to cater to you with an environmental and spiritually conscious flair. Both in-person and virtual interior design services are available. Visit us online at creativeways.com, spelled with a K, or call 888-280-8318 for a complimentary consultation. We create spaces that inspire you. Well, hello, we are live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio celebrating life. So excited to be here today, grateful to you. We really appreciate you listening to our show and sending us all of the messages and sharing it with others. You know, it is important to provide the positive programming, and we are committed to doing that. And we just thank you so much for helping us share this information with everyone. And, you know, just want to continue to just say, hey, keep telling everybody about our show. You like it. You have other topics, uh, people you like to hear that we interview. Send us the suggestions there at producer at WealthySistersRadio.com. Well, let's get into this awesome show today, the hot topic, talking about credit, the differences between building your business credit and personal credit and why we need to focus on that as well. And we have the expert herself, the dynamic Miss Chris Bridges. Welcome to Wealthy Radio, Wealthy Sisters Radio. Chris, are you there? I am here. Thank you so much, Deborah, for inviting me. I'm so excited to be on the show today. Yes, yes. Well, we are grateful to have you on the show. Like I said, you're doing some incredible things in the space of credit and helping people understand all the differences between the FICO and what the different um, differences are, like I said, between business and personal. So anytime anyone like you has some powerful information, we want to have you on the show. So again, thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. So, you know, we we are here at Wealthy Sisters. We say it every week. We are nosy. We like to know the history (laughs) of our guests because we have people that always want to be able to find some type of um, similarities because, you know, we keep it real. We keep it very organic on the show. And so if you you don't mind, just kind of share a little bit with us about – how you or where you actually grew up and how you became or were led to this field of credit uh, as you are today. Well, I think, you know, I know your broadcast is only an hour, so I could go a whole hour on my history and my background. So I'm, I'm going to make you kind of a, a convinced version. Um, so I, I, am, I am Chris Bridges, and I'm going to tell you, I have had, um, I mean, I'm four, I'll be 48. I'm telling you, you know, I'm excited about, two years, I'm going to get my, I think, that AARP card and start getting some discounts. Yes. Um, yes. But I'm really, I'm okay with that. You know what, I'm perfectly fine with that. But I, I'm just, I've lived a, a really a great life. I've got a mother and a, and a wife. I've got five kids. Um, between five. The wow. Between, awesome. Yeah, well, you ain't even heard it yet. Between the ages of 27 and 7. 
So my, I have four sons. I'm an awesome blended family. We're the Black Brady Bunch. And um, I have four sons. Uh, t- uh, two I had and two, uh, you know, I got when I when I got married. I love my, all of my sons. And they're between 22 and 27. And then wow. my husband decided that we needed a love baby. So I had a seven-year-old uh-huh. daughter. And, um, oh, and I will be a grandmother of a little girl in May from my oldest son. And so I, I, I have been through that and done it all. Um, but, uh, but I'm really ex- excited. Most people ask me, you know, how did you get involved in credit? Because, I, you know, my degree is not in credit management. I mean, when I was a little girl, I aspired to do something a little bit more than be a credit coach. Nobody didn't know what that was, you know. It really right, is a title. Right. We, I, we've kind of coined it and created it just based on the expertise in the field, but, you know, that was not something I thought I was going to do. Um, but I usually tell the story and say that my passion, which this is my passion today, changing lives in this particular area of educating people about credit as my passion. I'm anointed to do that as well. But it really started out of a pain uh, my husband decided after we had our daughter that we were going to leave our uh, good good corporate jobs and start a mortgage company. And um, and in doing mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, we realized quickly that it wasn't about what we thought being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. We were prepared for that, you know, to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. We didn't know we were doing, of course, but we were somewhat prepared. But we we quickly learned that in the mortgage industry, you don't eat unless people get a get a mortgage. And so in you know, any folks, industry in business, <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat unless you go out and kill it. That's what they try to get a mortgage. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and, and folks couldn't get qualified because of their credit. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so I, I went into this. I went into this protective mode. I had to pay the mortgage, and I was trying to figure out why right. can't we get these people to the table? What's the problem? And so right. I often say my passion came out of my pain because I I asked what what's the problem, and quickly learned um, from one client to the next to the next, and then it, it's history mm-hmm. from there. But that we just don't we aren't taught about credit, and um, in a lot of mm-hmm. respects, it's the simple things. And so I just, mm-hmm. you know, I helped people get their approvals, and then I just realized that a lot of people are are, are ignorant, and that's not an ignorance in a negative way, but no. we are when we don't have knowledge in a particular area, we're, we're ignorant in it. Um, right. And I started to look and realize, you know, not only do I need to pay my mortgage, but more importantly than that, there's a deeper problem in the United States that people just don't know about credit. And um, and I've been on this mission ever since. So that's that's been my ride of where I am, my background. Like I said, I came out of corporate, um, did something completely, you know, completely different. And, um, and I've just really been excited about uh, where I've been going and the people that I've been able to touch and really looking forward to this year and the years beyond. Mhm mhm. What what were you what did you say you were doing before? Was um before you decided you you, you all got the the call to leave <laughs> corporate America. Yeah, how about that? Hey, most people get the call to do some other area of ministry. I don't know. It was ministry, believe me. That was that felt like ministry. Um I know it did. Yeah, yeah, how about that? It still does today a little bit. I was um I was in I worked in corporate America. I, I was a vice president of business development. So you know, I was in sales, which I will tell you today is the best. If you don't work for somebody else, you know, I yes. just believe in having our own personal hustles. But if you want to work for somebody else in sales, if you can stomach yes, it, yes. it's definitely uh-huh. the best income-producing mm-hmm. job that you could ever, ever mm-hmm. have. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, so that's what I did. You know, I did, I did some mm-hmm. stuff with major multi-million dollar companies, and you know, just mm-hmm. kind of went around the and country making important. people a lot of money. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that about that because we've we've had um, shows around sales, and a lot of people have that mindset, or the, they think the time you mention the word sales, they think of a used car salesperson or something like that. But you know, sales is very important. That profession is extremely important. We wouldn't have anything without a salesperson. <laughs> the seat yeah. that you're sitting you on know, now, everything. You know, it's, yeah. It's interesting in sales. I remember when I first got approached, I was doing, I was in management in law firms. I remember I got approached, and um, and that was my thought. Like, I don't want to do sales because I don't want to be the sleazy sales salesperson. But what I've learned is sales is about relationships. And so right. if you take care of people and you have the heart to help someone, then the, the money right. will come. And sales is really about relationship building. I mean, there are some people that still hustling and all that, but that's, an, that's a whole character issue that has nothing to do with the right. industry. But it's industry, really about right. yeah, it's really about being yourself mm-hmm. and um, and mm-hmm. serving others. And I think if you mm-hmm. if we have that in anything we do, we we will have a more successful life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So now you're here in the mortgage company. You, as we say, necessity is the mother of all invention. You, you realize that um, something is not happening here. We're doing all this work, getting them to the table, and we're not you know, getting them to the deal, to sign the deal. So what what are some of the greatest challenges that you saw or you see that um, we have around challenge credit? You know, I would have to say it's not even about the score because mm-hmm. credit, the beauty of credit, even though it's got its flaws, um, the system itself, and it's, it's a little jacked up even from the, that perspective, but so it's not even about that because you can fix your credit. It's really about mm-hmm. the mindset. And um, I think the first thing is to get people's mindset right and their priorities right. I mean, Deborah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you don't know how many people I've talked to that in the 15, 20-minute conversation are telling me how bad things are financially, and yet we run into the, to the stores or, you know, we're, it's just it's, a, it's about priorities. And, and, right. and, and it's, a bigger, it's a bigger issue than this issue, certainly in this country today, where we are from a you know, society perspective and where we put our values. But mm-hmm. if I can get – so that's the biggest – if I can get people to, number one, understand that they can live a better life, they can, it, it is it is possible for them to live a better life, and they can make changes. But you know what? You know, most people who have had challenges, you know, challenges come from all different flavors. The right. loss of a loved one, it could be, you know, it's all different things that could happen. Hell, it could be God. one thing. Hell, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when we've mm-hmm. been there for a while, you know, kind of mm-hmm. stuck there. We've been there for a while, um, and then we expect this, this, you know, overnight change. It's like mm-hmm. you've had challenge credit for 10 years. Why do you expect it mm-hmm. to just go away? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as consistent as you've been in not doing and anything. And some folks are dropping off. Be, <laughs> you know, right. You can now be in the past right. to fix it. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. uh, it's not going to just change tomorrow. But it can happen. And so I, I would say, again, it's not even because it's not the process to fix the credit. It's getting a mindset to know that you deserve to live better. And you can, and if you don't know how to do it, just go on the Internet or ask someone, but at least take action. 
Take action. Okay. Take action. Let's kind of talk a little bit about, you know, like I, and I, I saw a lot of your interviews, and I know you deal a lot with teaching people the fundamentals. Like you said, there's a lot of things we're just unaware of. And then I want to later in the show be able to talk about those who were aware of what good credit was and had great credit and protected their credit, but, you know, for reasons whatever, they, they, they're they in a situation now where they need to reveal. So I'd like to be able to speak to that audience, too, because there are responsible people out there Absolutely. who've been responsible for years, and I don't want anybody to think that, you know, we're not going to speak to them today as well. So when when people who may not really understand or, like you said, we're not really taught about it in school, um, we, we don't know what it is. So can you kind of give us some of the fundamentals to it? We know that there are like three big, but what, 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 are, what are the things that we need to understand around the basics in credit scoring? But I think where you would get ready to go when you talk about the big three, most people are, mm-hmm. are thinking about one or two things, and they're both just mm-hmm. important, and I'll break both of them down. Um, the one, three C's that people talk about are, and that's that's around risk evaluation. I mean, credit is our ability to get something today and pay for it tomorrow. It's really what it is. Whether it's Mm -hmm. an extension that we access or money that's just out there, but it's our ability to kind of uh, leverage someone else's money. That's what credit's all about. And when it comes to, you know, the three C's in credit, that's, these are the three things that are used. And it's really funny. I, I often tell people, this is whether the banks are using these three criteria or whether we are personally. Because when our friends borrow money, we ask ourselves these same three questions. And that's simply, mm-hmm. what is their collateral? You know, okay. If they don't get pay me back, what can I come, come and get from them? Okay. What is their capacity? Do they have a job? <laughs> you know, do they have okay. income okay. in order to pay me back? And what is their character? You know, okay. if they had all the other two, would I still get my money? And it's funny, if you think about it, when our friends borrow, we hear about personal people, you know, loaning money. It's the same three things you want to know. Is she going to pay me back? You know, does she pay Deborah back? You know, right. and we're asking the things. So those are the three, really the core three areas of risk evaluations that banks or lenders or whomever you're, you know, trying to get credit from, they're looking at those same things. They're just using information provided by the other big threes, which are the credit bureaus, uh, okay. which are Equifax, Experion, and TransUnion. Now, these are companies that have been established to simply report information being told about us. We don't owe them anything. They're neutral. They don't verify the information beforehand, but if mm-hmm. they have a contract and relationship with a reporting creditor and that creditor says, hey, Chris Bridges owes me a dollar, or hey, Chris Bridges didn't pay me my dollar, they're simply going to put that out there for the world to see and have access to um, regarding my profile or my credit history. And so mm-hmm. those three people, the biggest things I try to tell folks is they're not nonprofits. They also they collaborate on products because that's another revenue stream for them, but they don't work together per se. You know, they're three completely different companies and our creditors don't have to report so see everybody we borrow money from does not have to legally report to the credit bureaus then they don't have okay. that you know they don't have to participate in the credit system it's a choice that they they make and so sometimes you'll see them on all three sometimes you'll see them on one or two it's a business decision 
that those companies have entered into with the credit bureaus. So, you know, just foundationally understanding how our credit is evaluated on those three C's that I talked about, and then who are the people that are actually reporting the information about us are the three, oh, this is on the consumer side, the personal side, of course, I'm talking about, uh-huh. are uh-huh. the three uh, credit bureaus. Okay, okay, okay. So now we talked about the credit bureaus. Now, what is the whole thing with the score? What is that, the FICO, and what is that all about? Is that attached to uh, each of the credit bureaus, or is that something freestanding? Well, that's a, it's an interesting thing, because that's always usually what people want to know. What is up with my score? I had the score from this place, and it said I had this, and then I went over here, and my lender pulled it, and I can't buy the house, and... You know, it's a lot of confusion there. And the reality is, it is a lot of confusion because it, there are, it really is. And there's a reason uh-huh. for it because there's not one particular scoring model. So mm-hmm. that's the problem. Wouldn't it be nice if everything was in one dang old place, you know, right, if everything right. was consistent, but it's not the case. And so a FICO stands for Fair Isaac Corporation, and that's a type of scoring model. Now, that's only one. It, it, it's the most common, so most of us know about it. As a matter of fact, I'm certified in FICO scores. And, but it's the, most, so it's, the, it's the largest one, but there are actually others. And so what you'll find is even within the credit bureaus, they have their own. So it's not, only, it's not only do the industries, mortgage industries, insurance industries, car industries, credit cards, you know, uh, credit unions, they all uh, have their own scoring systems or models within their industry. So that's, that's one confusion <laughs> bucket right there. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the bureaus themselves and, and, and who use different, slightly different scoring models. So the content, remember I mentioned that, you know, creditors don't even have to all report, but let's say they did. They put the same information out there. The same information going to all three credit bureaus can still, you know, turn around and give us different numbers, a different credit score because they're using different models. My goodness. So, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of confusing. But at the end of the day, here, here's, here's the answer. Because there's no right or wrong place. I mean, people ask, okay. where, where's the right place to get the credit report? Where should I get my credit? So really, from a score perspective, it depends on what you're doing. If you're buying a house, mm-hmm. you want to care about what the lender sees. Because mm-hmm. you can't bring him your report from, you know, one of the online uh, places. So it depends right. on what you're trying to do. But certainly going straight to the source, which are the credit bureaus themselves, getting access to your report on an annual basis because we're entitled to a free one. And if we want to mm-hmm. get the score, pay a little money and get your score, at least you're consistent and you see exactly what they see. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so. Mm-hmm that's at least a safe place versus going every month, pulling it from a different online consumer site, and you're, you're kind of going to confuse the heck out of yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and it's so much to talk about. Like I said, uh, if you have just tuned in, we have none other than Ms. Chris Bridges on the show today, and we're talking about credit building that business and personal credit as well. And it's so much, as you said, um, that we can share and so many things to, to kind of dissect when we look at the credit system. What, what are some of the, the ways that people can actually improve their credit or, and also for those who have good credit other than just continuously paying the bills on time? What, 
you know what? Let me let me ask you this. I'm, I'm, I'm I know I'm asking you a couple of questions, but that's okay. It's okay. What 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 actually constitutes good credit? What is good credit? Because we hear some people say, "Well, I don't owe anybody, and I can't even get anything because they don't have any type of credit." And then, of course, you know, the, everyone knows if if the bills are not paid, then then that can affect it as well. So, can you talk about what? Is clarified as good credit or qualified as good credit, and that's a that's a great question. And um, and the reality is, in order to kind of be ranked or have a rating in the credit system, we have to owe people. And so okay. it's a, you know it's 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 opposed to the debt debt management you know advice. Owe no one nothing, you know, but love right. of course, uh, and get out of debt and all that. But in credit, you, you gotta owe somebody, and you can actually okay. have a profile with old information, but nothing current or active. And I'm not talking about collections and charge-offs. I'm talking about a you know a trade line like a car or credit card or a loan or something, and have nothing active for six months and run the risk of you know if you, if you want to stay active and kind of play around in the credit with the credit system, then you have to be in some level of debt, and that's just the reality. So your mm-hmm. your example was a good one to say that someone. I, I don't owe anybody, you know, and I, I don't have any credit. That's why. It, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't, you have to have activity to trigger for the bureaus mm-hmm. to actually calculate your score. I would mm-hmm. say, here's what I would say. My, all of my marketing materials say get an 850. The reality is it's a handful of people walking around. I mean, that, not really. I was like, walking around with an 850. But the reality, though, but if I said to you, okay, don't worry about getting an 850. Just get a 700. I'm going to lower the standards, okay. right? So I, I keep my standards high. But the reality okay. is if you get yourself and maintain into a high 700s, you're mm-hmm. mid, to, mid to high 700s, you're going to have pretty much the same opportunities, the same good, you know, loan terms and rates and, and, um, and so forth than someone in the 800s. They just won't look at you and say, wow, I've never seen anybody with this credit score before. <laughs> I'm like, how does somebody get an 850? Give me, give me, I want to know what that looks like. Give me an example of what an 850. You what, know what, I, mean, I, I absolutely, let, let me, and I'm glad you asked it that way because I typically teach about why we don't have an 850. But let me tell you right. what, it, what someone's profile looks like that has an 850. Okay. Um, it, it, it's simply this. It's really the same five things that we evaluate to say why we don't, right? So you can, you know, it's like okay. a glass is half empty or glass is half full, depending on how you look at okay. it. So someone okay. with an 850, someone with an 850 credit score has or has had, and again, we got to have some active information going on, but you will find no late payment. I mean, none. Okay. No late payment okay. on that credit report, right? So we're not going to okay. have a late payment two years ago. We're going we're gonna to have... A, a good positive payment history, and my daddy did, did tell me when I was growing up. This is this is the advice that I got about credit. Now it may be more than someone else got, but it's certainly less than what I needed to have. He said, "Chris, pay your bills on time." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Pay your bills on time. That's mm-hmm. Great, thanks, Dad. You know, and when I mm-hmm. was in the corporate world, I was able to pay mine and yours and your cousins and everybody else. It was no problem. But what happens right. when life happens, or you transition in life? And you can't keep the bill on time. Right. All kinds <laughs> you got to come up with right. another plan. Right. So, right. so that's, 30, that's 35% of the score. So my dad didn't know that at the time. He just knew that's, a, that's what you do. You, you, you get, mm-hmm. If you, someone gives you something, you pay them back. So that's, a, that's an integrity issue. But that's actually right. 35% of your score. So with someone in 800, they pay their bills on time. 
Okay. okay. Um, they have, which means because you paid your bills on time, there are no other consequences to it, i.e., no collections, no charge-offs, no public mm-hmm. records, judgments, liens, mm-hmm. of course, no bankruptcies, mm-hmm. right, because you paid your bill on time. So mm-hmm. perfect payment history. The other area is around amount owed. So someone with a really high credit score probably has very high limits on things like revolving debt, i.e. credit cards, but they've got really low balances, right? So I've got got a $10,000 credit card or $5,000 credit card, and and I owe them $100, or it's really paid off, and I I don't owe them a lot. So on the reverse side, when we're looking like, what is going on with my score? Why isn't my score Mm -hmm. moving? Oh, I need to be, look at your revolving account. Because mm-hmm. if your credit card balances are more than 30% of the limit, that's a key area. 30% of your score is probably why you're losing points, right? So mm-hmm. someone with great credit has got high limits, low balances. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. thing that they have on their profile is they've had credit for a while. They didn't just mm-hmm. open up an account last week. They've had credit established for a while. So mm-hmm. it could have mm-hmm. been, you know, 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. So we've got that long history of never missed a payment, keeping my balances low, and I've had this account for forever, right? So okay. so far, those three, three things working together versus someone, you know, right out of college or high school just trying to get started, they don't have the depth. So that's 15% right. of their score that they're missing. They don't. They just don't right. have that depth. Right? Right. So someone right. with great credit also is not running around getting the, the, the Cole special or the Macy's special. So they're not okay. applying for a bunch of stuff to get discounts. Get they, don't, they don't do off. that. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and then, come back. <laughs> and then right. you turn around and go back and you close the account. So that's, that's a double hit. You open it up, get the discount, and close it. So you really hit yourself and, twice. So people, okay. they don't have a lot and of And so inquiry. that's not good. I want to I wanna hear you say, you, so you're saying, you know, that, that strategy of good. someone, is that's not a good strategy. So if we go to Macy's or we go to Kohl's or Neiman Marcus or whatever, and they said you can get 15% off, and your idea is to take the 15% now and then pay it off and close the account, you're saying that's not good for your credit score. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. It's not good because 10% of our score is what we call inquiries. And inquiries are just simply Uh when we apply, right? So if we Uh run around and we're applying, we went out to the mall and Uh we stopped by and did that at three stores, we got three Mm -hmm. hits on our credit Mm -hmm. right there, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. it works a little Mm -hmm. different in the car industry and the mortgage industry, but for credit cards. So so that right there, so they're not running around applying for a lot of stuff. There's not, okay. you know, not a lot of inquiries. And then okay. the the last area, Deborah, is they've got a good blend of credit. So it does matter. It matters what kind of credit you have. So they've okay. got mortgage or had a mortgage. You know, it may have been paid off, but they've had it positive and all of that. And then installment accounts like car or personal loan or student loans. And then at some point they had credit cards. So they've had, because that's 10% of your score right there, is what type of credit do you have? So Mm -hmm. someone with a high score is kind of hitting on all five of those areas. And conversely, Mm -hmm. someone with a challenge score has probably missed it in some Mm -hmm. of those areas. And I want your Mm -hmm. listeners to know 
it doesn't take a lot to go from an 800 to a 700 to a 600 to a 500. It does not take a lot. Um, wow. I mean, I've seen 100 points drop on one missed car payment. Mm. So mm, people, mm, mm. We, when we think that we've got great credit and most of the mentality there is, well, I've had this car for five years or I've had this credit card for ten years. I've never missed a payment. I mean, I missed one payment. So what? And look at well, that. Look at there that. it is. And that and the, drop you a hundred points. It's not, it's not set up. It's not like a bank where you can make a bunch yeah. of deposits and then you can turn around and make a withdrawal. It, it ain't set up that way. It's not. It's <laughs> set up to say if you miss a payment, you're going to lose, you know, some points on your credit score. That's so very, right. really important. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, you know, I heard you use the term revolving, and we hear that often. What exactly um, is the type of credit? You said revolving, and then you mentioned the mortgage and car. What What is exactly a revolving credit? Yeah, there's really three types. So revolving okay. credit or credit cards or lines of mm-hmm. credit. Um, okay. Those are, would be, it used to be, like, you don't see a lot of home equity lines, but even some home equity lines used to be coded as revolving accounts. It's revolving. Basically okay. where your interest, right, where your balances can change, your interest is mm-hmm. using you based on average daily balances and, and so forth. That's considered a revolving account. And then an installment mm-hmm. account are cars or personal loans. I go to a bank and I get a personal loan or a student loan. Kind of those are more okay. like closed-in loans where I got the amount for a certain amount over a certain amount of time and I'm paying a certain amount of interest, so my payment is the same. Those are okay. considered installment accounts. And then mortgages are what they are, so they're mortgages. No. Okay. So those are the okay. three types of accounts. Now, I'm not talking about collections and charge-offs and that kind of stuff, you know, but we're talking right, about right. this typical trade line. We're talking about the typical trade lines. Well, I tell you, if you have just tuned in, you are listening to Ms. Chris Bridges here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, and we're talking about credit, business credit, personal credit, all types of credit today, learning what we need to know. And we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we want to get back to that other question about some of the things that people can do to, like today, or some steps that they can take to improve their credit as well. And our lines are jam-packed. Would you mind taking a couple of questions from some of our audience today? Okay, great, great. So if you have a question, go ahead. If you already dialed into the show, you can press 1. That way we'll know you to put you in queue for a question. Uh, Otherwise, if you're in the chat room, you can post your question there. And uh, if you'd like to come on the show live to ask your question, dial 347-838-9278. And press 1 so that we know that you'll have a question. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Ms. Chris Bridges talking about that credit. What a hot topic today. You are tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soaps, 
hair growth stimulating shampoos to delicious healthy drinks. Great for arthritis. We have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Ladies, are you tired of searching for Mr. Right and need help cracking the man code? Do you really want to know what he thinks about dating, love, and romance? Are you wondering if the one you are with will ever fall in love with you? Then you need the Code Cracker, Jay Neville, relationship expert and life coach. Visit jneville.com. That's J-N-E-V-E-L-S.com. jneville.com. Hello, hello, and welcome. We are here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I want to remind everyone that the Winter Summit is back. That's right, the Winter Summit Business Conference and Expo. We're thrilled. It's going to be this March, uh, Saturday, the 29th. That's the last Saturday in March. You want to be there. We have some great topics. Great topics. Talking about getting that government contract, creating wealth, how you can actually create and start your own bank. Uh, also, we're talking about marketing strategies as well, and I mean, just so much more. So go to the thewinnersummit.com, get registered today. Faith is limited. Well, Miss Chris, we're here live with you on the show, and I tell you, you have just shared so much information. We're going to have to look at having you back as well. I already know that. Now, um, you've talked a lot. Like we said, we've been talking about what credit is, the three kinds, revolving, installment, and mortgage, and, and some of the things that we need to look at as well as far as maintaining good credit. But what are some of those things that we can do right now to rebuild um, our credit as well? Well, you know, the first thing is uh, get, get the report. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people I talk to tell me they haven't looked at their credit. So, they don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. I know. They don't want to see it. It's not going to change. It's not right. going to change. change by not looking at it, right? <laughs> it's not going to change. we got to we got to know what's going on. But um, here's the reality right. I said earlier that the credit bureaus, um, the credit bureaus don't have to have permission, right? They don't get our authority to report right. information. So we got to know what they're saying about us. I mean, if we just go through mm-hmm. life and get denied, no one is stopping to tell us why, very similar to business owners, you know, but it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So get the mm-hmm. report. And let me tell you where to get the report because I often get this question. Um, okay. if, you, if you put the word free in the domain link anywhere, it is not going to be free. It so the only place it is not free. Mm-hmm. The only place that you can get it is um, is at annualcreditreport.com. Again, mm-hmm. annualcreditreport.com. That is the only okay. place that you're able to get a free report every 12 months. So okay. first thing out the gate, get the report so we know what's being said about you. And a lot of times, you know, it may not be as bad because stuff could have fallen off uh, by now or just not reported, you know. And so we, we're, we put our heads in the sand like an ostrich because we're scared to look at it, and it actually may not be so bad. So that's the right. first thing I would say is to get the report at annualcreditreport.com. Now, the report itself is free. However, the if you want your score, it's like eight, about $8 per bureau to get the score. So we so don't, we can't once, get those free okay. annually. The scores we um, we can't get those free. You're saying that we do have to right. be prepared it's, to pay yeah, for the scores. Yeah, they charge you. Okay. Um, you know, okay. 
the, the government set it up where you can just get your report. <laughs> They're not giving away too much. <laughs> they still got to find a way to make money. So, so you do have to pay uh, to get the scores. But annualcreditreport.com is the only place to go get it. And today it used to be, you know, Deborah, that you, you had to wait, you know, go out, you ask for it, and then you had to wait for it to be mailed to you. Today you can mail it. Right. Literally, by the time we yeah. finish this interview, you can have your report and start on your way to, you know, restoring if that's where you are today. So there's no reason or excuses not to get that done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so I would say get the report first and let's figure out, okay. you know, what's going on. And on a report, uh, quite frankly, you know, accounts are – it's all segmented or, or separated. When you look at your credit report, it shouldn't be too difficult to figure out what's good and what's bad, and I'm going to make it real easy for you. If you've ever missed a payment on an account – at any time, it's a negative account. I don't mm-hmm. care if you okay. missed it last month or if you've missed it four years ago. If you okay. see it on the report and it has a late payment, that doesn't mean it all, you know, all is lost. <laughs> you know? Okay. And your doomed, life is over. No, it does not mean that. I mean, I often tell people credit does not define us. It is not right. That's not who we are. We are not our credit. Say score. that again. Uh, Say that again. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't make you feel that way. <laughs> it, it, it really right. it does, but it doesn't define. Right. It makes life easier, a heck of a lot mm-hmm. easier, but it doesn't mm-hmm. define us. So if you're looking mm-hmm. on the report, you're trying to figure out, you know, what is what is the problem? You know, accounts are either Deborah, they, they're either negatively impacting your score right now, meaning you lost points based on that information, or it's suppressing your score, meaning that, you know, this negative information is out there. It might be a little bit older, but it's still there. And this is why I can't get that score to move. Like, what, you know, people get to a plateau. Like, I got to a place Mm -hmm. and I just can't get it to move. So so that would be the Mm -hmm. first thing is to look and see if you've ever been late. Quick, quick indicator of so that, that's at 35%. Remember I talked about that. So that's a mm-hmm, big, big mm-hmm. chunk. So look and see what's going on. And then look and see if there are any collections. Now, mm-hmm. for anyone listening, if you have Verizon on your credit report, you have a collection. So a lot of people okay. will say to me, I don't have any collections. I have no. I don't have any debt collectors calling me. I just have that one Verizon thing, and I have to take, break it down <laughs> to them and tell them, if you've got Verizon on your account, <laughs> it's a collection. Verizon doesn't show up. So, see, we have, unless it's when a you're looking at your credit, unless you didn't pay it, when we're looking at okay. your credit report, there are only what we call reporting creditors. Those are accounts, mm-hmm. usually, most typical would be like credit cards, car payments, mm-hmm. mortgages, that kind of stuff. Those are your mm-hmm. traditional trade lines. And then we have other credit, though, in life, we have to call them alternative trade lines. Those are our insurance bills, our wireless Insurance? Really? What? Medical bills. uh, Okay, the medical insurance. Okay, any challenges like that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh Those are accounts that you might have an account open as an extension of credit. However, they Mm -hmm. don't show up on your credit report unless the bill doesn't get paid. Okay, okay. And then once Mm -hmm. it doesn't get paid, it pops its head up as a collection. Mm -hmm. So you've got mm-hmm. alternative trade lines and traditional trade lines. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at how do I improve this 
score what's going on. I didn't know how to identify what type of trade lines do you have on your report. And if you've got things like collections, I mean, a collection can drop your score 40 to 60 points. So if you've Mm. got a collection and it's, you know, it just popped up, you didn't even know it. You know, some people, especially medical bills, I mean, that's a Mm -hmm. racket in itself. (laughs) It is. It is. Yeah, it really is. You know, a co-payment that was already made, and it's all kinds of things that can happen. With that, right. It's a racket. Well, you know, and, and if you've had, and I've had some medical challenges. If you've had medical challenges and you're not paying attention, you better pay right. attention. Because doctor's right. offices make mistakes or they make fraud. One of the two is happening. Mm-hmm. But they they will double bill you, you know, so, mm-hmm. and again, that's a whole other show. But you got to pay attention to, to our things that come in the mail and don't just assume that it's being taken care of. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're going to, if it shows up as a collection, it can definitely drop your score. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at the report, you know, look at some of those things. Look at what type of accounts that are on out there. Look at, you know, if there are there late payments out there or, you know, the other collections. And if they are and if it's yours, you know, this is not wine. It doesn't better with time, you know. <laughs> I mean, just... Hey, it's been up fun one. It really isn't. You know, people uh-huh. think that uh, credit restoration is magical. You know, sometimes. It's going to drop off. Have, what is that, seven and ten years? Now, that's what I always heard, five, seven well, and ten years, and seven, some states have different years. rules. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was seven years. Now, hey, if you got seven years that you want to wait for your credit to be restored, <laughs> That is that is a plan. I, I often tell people that's one way of restoring your credit. Don't do anything and just wait seven years as information. But but here's the reality. Most people want to do something different. They just don't know what right. to do. So it's not right. most people are not trifling. I mean, I use that word on the you know, right. not a bad word on right, the radio right, show. But right. most people are not they no. just things happened. Oh, I didn't right. know any better. I was young and I didn't know that having 15 credit cards was not a good thing because everybody around me did it, you know, and then it right. got out of control and I lost my job. You know, things happen in life. Happen life. So we find exactly. ourselves, absolutely find ourselves in this place. And this is why I started off by saying my biggest obstacle is to get people to change the mindset. Mm-hmm. But you do have to do the work. You know, Ayanna Bonzada, I love her show. My husband and I love to watch her show. And the first thing mm-hmm. she says is, I did the work. I she mean, did the work. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. did the work. Mm-hmm. If she mm-hmm. had to do the mm-hmm. work, it's not going to do it, get it done for you. I mean, the Lord even said, I've done. I've done everything. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we, we have got to, to do, do it. We have to do the mm-hmm. work. And so... So mm-hmm. so just to give you a few, you know, those things so people can who are listening can, can look at the report, figure out what do I have to do. So, yeah, if you've got a $5 overdue library book, just go to the library and take care of it. For oh, real. no, okay. not the library that's, book. They ain't got that on there too, oh, huh? Wow. Never. That, that $5 will hurt you as much as if it were a $5,000 collection. Wow. Absolutely. I didn't know so library. it's not about the amount. What? It's about the type uh-huh. of account. Right. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. we want to take mm-hmm. care of the, you know, collections, charge-offs, judgments, mm-hmm. liens. Now, sometimes they're not $5, and I get that. You know, a lot of times if mm-hmm. you've had a financial <laughs> hardship, we've had a hardship. So, I could, you know, mm-hmm. I could have thousands of dollars of debt mm-hmm. that's out there, you know, things that I might not mm-hmm. be able to just take care of tomorrow. 
And, right. and if that's right. the case, then it's a matter of let's talk. Let's not ignore mm-hmm. it. Let's talk. And I know some creditors are better than others, so I get that, you know. Some right. are easier to deal with, but at least making the efforts typically, even on student loans, especially on student loans, will mm-hmm. at least buy us some time. And if buy anyone time. is listening to me and they're in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and they get a ticket in D.C., I'm going to give you a free tip. <laughs> Pay your ticket. And for two reasons. Number one, you don't want to get a boot. It's going to look on your credit report. It's going to say professional account management. So anybody who's driven in D.C., parked a lot in D.C., you know you got some tickets. The collection agency on behalf of D.C. is professional account management. Here's why I want you to pay it. Number one, I don't want you to get a boot and call Deborah and I. We can't come get you. Um, The other big reason is because they will delete it from your credit report. Okay, okay, okay. So when they get their money. You are blowing me away. This is just completely, uh, okay, that's a whole other show. Talk about towing and ticketing and and all of that. That, Yeah, yeah, so make sure you pay that. Pay pay the bill. Yeah, because you want to get any collection that actually comes off your credit report is as though it Mm -hmm. never existed. So we uh-huh. want to well, get I'm it just off tripping that they put it on the credit. I didn't know that. Oh, that, uh, yeah. that was something. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's well, if incredible. it shows up on the credit report, unfortunately, you're paying double by then because that means mm-hmm. it's been out there. But some people don't know. I mean, some people have been victims right. of, of a, a driver's license identity theft, and they've right, got right. a lot of tickets, and they're not even in, you know, it's not even theirs. And so, right. but just be aware. That's one very quick thing. So if your listeners are looking at their credit report and they see professional account management, just pay the ticket. Avoid the boot uh-huh. and get it off the credit report. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, wow, that's incredible. So, okay, so, man, I tell you, this is, this, we're almost out of time already here. So tell wow. us a little bit about um, your book. I mean, I know you do workshops as well, but you have a book out that um, our audience can make sure they get and learn more about some of the tips that we talked about today. I, I do. Actually, I am, and I've got a couple of uh, books, and if they go to my website, creditwithchris.com, they can get the Your First Step to Credit Restoration. And if they pull out their phones, unless they're listening and driving, we don't want them to do that right now. But if right. they text the word truth, and maybe you post this up in your feed, the word truth, yes. T-R-U-T-H, text it to okay. the number 301-880-0041. Again, it's okay. 301-880-0041. They can get a copy of my latest ebook called The Truth About Credit, What Our Parents okay. Didn't Tell Us. Uh, okay. And so that's, yeah, that's available. And then I've got uh, the, sequ- the, the second of the series called What You Need to Know About Credit. I'm just finishing the one about credit and bankruptcy. I think that's oh. what I'll set some folks Free. <laughs> yeah. Free that's from a big, bankruptcy that's a big bondage. One. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I just finished it. I just got to get it to print. But that one, again, it's going to be called What You Need to Know About Credit and Bankruptcy. So if someone downloads the freebies, then I can have their information. So when we uh, release the uh, What You Need to Know About Credit and Bankruptcy, then I'll make sure that they can get access to the ebook or the hard copy book. But um, I'm excited about that one. When I was writing it, I could feel that, that was going to break some chains 
for some yes. people who have contemplated or went through or going through bankruptcy as it's not bankruptcy. the end of the world. So mm-hmm. if they text the word TRUTH to 301-880-0041, they'll go on the list to get that book, the bankruptcy ebook you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. But what they're going to get, I'm going, they're actually going to get a book as well. They're going to get the book uh-huh. called About Credit, What Our Parents Didn't Tell Us. And then I'll okay. have them in the, in my system so that when we release the credit in bankruptcy, they'll have uh, they'll be able to be aware of that. So they want to okay. go ahead awesome. and connect in with us. All right, all right. That's awesome. That is great. Well, I tell you what. What would you like to leave our audience with? You know, some some closing words uh, for them today, Chris. You know, I, I think what we've been talking about. It's right in line. It's just to know that credit does not define who we are. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. we're a bad character, Um, like I talked about in the beginning about the three Cs. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we have an issue. And sometimes, believe it or not, even as a credit coach, I tell clients credit is not your your priority right now. Because credit is affected by our ability to pay. And so if Mm -hmm. we're struggling deciding whether or not the car gets paid or the credit card gets paid or my children eat, you do what's best exactly. in your household, right? And, right. you know, we're not talking about do I go shopping and, you know, do I right. pay a credit card and do I buy these Apple bottoms or whatever is out there. We're not talking right. about that. We're talking about basic life necessities. So when we're going through, if we're in that season, because we all go through some season, if we're in that season, credit is not the focus. Don't even worry about it. Put it on the back burner. Pick it up later when you're in a different place financially. Deal with your mm-hmm. um, your your necessities, immediate. your immediate mm-hmm. needs. Absolutely, and know that you can restore your credit. So if you've had an 800 and you lost it through some financial crisis, it's okay. Like uh, you know, Donnie McClurkin said, you fail down, you get back up again, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Credit is the same way; it falls down mm-hmm. and it can get back up again. Um, it can get back up know, again. It can get back up again. You just got to know. <laughs> you know, the steps and what to do. But when you're ready to make a change and start living better and you've got your finances in order, then by all means do something. Don't don't be mm-hmm. one of the people who I talked to in, you know, 2014 and call me back in 2016, 2017 and say my credit is still jacked up and now I'm ready. You've lost years that you mm-hmm. could have been much further financially because you didn't mm-hmm. take action. So take action, take action. So we gave you access to the freebies. I want to also offer, if anyone wants to talk to me, I also offer a free one-on-one assessment. And this is to either address and discuss your personal credit, and we don't even have time to go into business, but the gap between the knowledge. Right, we missed that. We're going to have you back on for that. Uh Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, Deborah, the gap between understanding business credit is just as wide is the gap in understanding personal credit. We don't know how the business does work either, and we're in business. And so if if anybody wants to connect with me about that, they can simply go to goodcreditwithchris.com. I know we've given out a lot of information on your radio show, um, but I'm -hmm. I'm compelled to to offer that assessment um, because some people just need to talk. They need to to talk about it. Um, But they can go to goodcreditwithchris.com good credit with Chris spelled out C H R I S. Select which 
prices you're interested in for your business or for you personally. And sometimes it starts off for your business, but we got to deal with your personal stuff too. So, right. you know, just uh, go ahead and register. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But some, you know, a lot of business owners have had challenges in their personal credit as well. So mm-hmm. go to goodcreditwithchris.com and uh, register for a free assessment. Make sure you tell me that you heard us here on uh, Wealthy Sisters Radio, and we'll make sure that we connect in so I can spend some time and talk with you. All right. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for tuning and being here with us today, and we wish you continued success. We are going to schedule you and have you back on and talk about that that business piece as well. So remember, go ahead right now. Go to goodcreditwithchris.com. Put in your uh, information there so that you can let her know you heard her here on Wealthy Sisters Radio and uh, see what she can suggest for you to do for your particular situation and, and this some of those other great things that we talked about. So if you missed the first half of the show, you can download this and uh, get it and definitely want to keep this one in your files to listen to. Well, thank you so much, Chris, as well. And we're excited today. Our uh, feature, you know, here on Wealthy Sister Radio, we have our expert guests who are coming on our show every week to share some sound advice. Uh, And this week we have our attorney who's going to be talking about trademark. That's attorney Aurelia Durant-Mitchell. And we're going to stay tuned right now as Aurelia talks to us about your trademark. This is Aurelia Mitchell Durant with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group Legal Segment. Today's topic is trademark. Trademark is the benchmark of brand protection in the official sense. It it embodies the registration of your particular brand, your brand that you're using in commerce, whether that be a slogan, whether that be your brand name. It's what you're using to market your business. Now, there's a distinction between trademark and copyright. Copyright is where you have an original work of authorship, such as a blog post, a book, or a painting, and you created the work, but you want to give someone else permission to use the work. So in that instance, you would extend copyright to them so they can be able to make copies of your original work. Trademark is your brand name that you're using in commerce. It's what you're using to market your business. It's what you're using on the Internet to call yourself. That is your trademark. There are three reasons why that trademark should be registered and official with the Federal Trademark Commission because we're going to talk in this segment about United States-based protection. And the three reasons are, one, that you want to be sure that it's okay to use your particular brand. You want to be clear in an official sense that no one else is using your mark and hasn't registered it or hasn't registered it in the past because in the U.S., it's based upon use, meaning the first to use that particular brand name is the one that is entitled to preference when it comes to trademark. The, the second is that you want to be sure that you're not infringing on someone else's brand, meaning that unbeknownst to you, someone else has this trademark and you don't realize that and you go about the process of marketing, you become the infringer. The third is that you want to be free to openly market your product or service in any region in the country. When you do federal trademark registration, it gives you United States-wide protection, um, and that's, that's pretty significant. So even if you're starting your business off in your local community and you have intentions on going out to the larger market, federal trademark protection protects you in that particular endeavor, and that's pretty powerful. So those are the three basic reasons for trademark protection. 
If you want more information, you can visit my website, www.aurelia, A-U-R-E-L-I-A, Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L, Durant, D-U-R-A-N-T.com. Or you can also visit my law firm website, and that's amdlawgroup.com. Thank you. All right, so that's some awesome information that Aurelia has shared with us today. Definitely go to her website and learn more about it. And if you missed the first half of the show, make sure you download this at our uh, site, Wealthy Sisters Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can find us there on iTunes. And a reminder, make sure you go to thewinnersummit.com. Get your tickets. It's going to be a fantastic event. So thanks so much for tuning in to us. And as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. Stay tuned next week. We will have an awesome tribute, uh, very special show for King Day itself. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters.